This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. What's up, y'all? It is Hawkside Guns, and we come to you on the other side of the Kimber announcement. <laughs> and I uh, and I was completely, totally, and utterly wrong. Um, no, I think you were you were pretty on target, actually. Well, I picked up on the fact that it was definitely going to be a polymer striker fire firearm, but that wasn't exactly difficult to see. I think when more or less I was sitting here thinking there was going to be a Glock clone, and it is anything but. It is not a Glock clone. I will I will totally we we missed the mark on that entirely. However, it is a double stack striker action polymer framed nine millimeter. Um Yeah, they decided to jump into the micro compact market with the SIG three sixty fives and all the rest of those. Okay, now here's some interesting things about this gun. Because you say it's about as big as the SIG three sixty five, but I it's have, actually it's it's just a tad bit bigger actually. I have the measurements, right? So let me let me walk you through some of these, right? Uh, height, uh, 90 degrees to the barrel, 4.3 inches. The height of the uh, Glock 26 and Ruger Compact Security 9 is 4.3 inches. The length, 6.2 inches. The length of both the Glock and the uh, Ruger Security 9, 6.1. It's a little bit smaller. Uh, width at the grip, one inch. That is the same for the Glock 26. And it's the same as the slide for the Security 9, but the, the actual total width of it is a little bit wider because the handle's a little bit fatter. Um, magazine capacity, 11 plus 1, 13 plus 1. Uh, that's about the same. It's actually a little bit more than the Glock 26 and the Security 9. Uh, frame material, glass-filled nylon. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, barrel length. 3.37. Now, with the Glock and Security 9, it's 3.4, but very close. Very yeah. close. Um, uh, weight without the magazine, 19.5 ounces. Glock 26 and Security 9, 19 ounces. Uh, the, the trigger pull, 5 pounds. 5 pounds with the other two as well. So, I mean, this is very similar in in measure and scope to the Glock. Now, they call it a micro. I would argue that it's a compact because it measures exactly the same as all the other compacts on the market. Well, you mean subcompact. It, sorry, subcompact. I am, um, but yes. It, it, and you're not far off because even, quite frankly, the Ruger Max 9, which is about the, which is once again marketed as being one of the micro compacts, is about the same size as the subcompact Ruger Security 9. Correct. They are almost exactly the same size. Now, the, the, yes. the, the thing with the, the micros is normally they're a little bit thinner than one inch at the frame. That, that's that's yes, and that's just all for the concealability factor. Correct, and most of the, most of the time, I'm not going to say all the time, but most of the time, it's a single stack thing. That's how they're getting the the shave the the width of it. But in all honesty, I mean, if you look at the pictures of people holding this thing, that is not a micro. He's got at least two or three inches. Uh, like uh, I'm looking at a picture of a guy holding it, and unless this man has incredibly delicate small hands. 
Um, <laughs> he's got like two, three inches of bear. He's got his finger out, you know, like uh, uh, along the frame instead of in the trigger guard. And he's got two or three inches of barrel in front of him. So this is not. And if you look at how and and, and that and just to give anybody an example, my P365, and I have small hands. If I've got my finger outside the trigger up next to the uh, to the barrel, I've only got an inch. Right. And there's and I've got small hands. Yeah, and there's well more than that of barrel of it. So I'm going to say it's it's a because it measures almost exactly what the subcompact nine millimeter uh, of its of its uh, competitors. I, and I'm going to say that these are its competitors. This is a competitor just much like the, the Security 9 Compact is to the Glock 26. They went after Glock, essentially. Yes. They did not do a Glock clone, which we were totally wrong about. Um, <laughs> but uh, they did go after Glock, and it is a 9mm subcompact. I'm going to say it's a subcompact. This does not in any way look micro to me like when i think of micro i think lcp2 right that's to me that's micro or a 365 like you're saying yes those are micros this is a subcompact that they're calling a micro for whatever reason be it marketing or, or whatever because it measures i mean i'm going by measurement and capacity all those kinds of things and all those to me say subcompact uh, and and I won't disagree with you. All I'm saying is that they're marketing against the 365 and the uh, Hellcat and those firearms. Yeah, and I think why they're doing that is because of the capacity, right? So with the flush fit mag, which I cannot say very well, I have to slow that down. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, holds 12. With the extra extended mag, it holds 14. Which, yeah, and and my 365x holds 13 with the flush fit, right? And then so, 15 with the extended. Right, and so what they're trying to do is not go against the the subcompacts, which can hold more than that. I mean, a lot of the subcompacts out there, or I shouldn't say a lot, some of the subcompacts out there can hold 15, 16. You know, if you get an extended bag or or something like that. So it isn't. If if what they were looking for was capa- was to go against capacity, they're gonna have to go against the micros for yes. for a differentiator because the other subcompacts hold as many as this. Um, I mean the Security Nine, which is a three hundred dollar gun, holds eleven. <laughs> you know, I mean that's but their price point is actually in one way not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. They're, the MSRP for the non-optic now it's optic cut, but it doesn't have an optic right. on it. The MSRP is five ninety nine, which means you're going to find it in stores for just over five. Well, that that is my guess as well. I'm guessing about five twenty five, honestly, but, without my without the 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 optics. Um, now, the optic they chose to have it come with, if you choose to get the one with the optic, is a crimson trace of all things. And they want an extra, like, 250 bucks for the crimson trace optic on top of it, and it's a $120 optic. I was going to say, that isn't worth it. Um, no. But it, it, they also say, and this, is, uh, this was smart, that they used a Glock mounting system. Oh, that is true. For the optics, so that means yes. that your Glock sights will work. So they're going after the Glock crowd. 
you know. Well, um, the the actual sights are Glock sights, but the mounting system for the optic is the same thing that all the micro compacts yeah. are using, which is the Shield RMSC. Yeah. And uh, you know what? That's a good distinction, and I probably should have made that distinction. Yes, um, that is absolutely true. But but that seems to be the same footprint that all the micro optics and are all, using. Right all now. of them do that right now. I mean, it's just what all of them use. Yeah. And I, Where, whereas the 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 actual compact and full sizes either use a Trigicon footprint or a Leopold footprint. And honestly, either one works. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it like there's no like. And, uh, yeah. And, and you'll get a plate for whichever one yep. you wanted. Some of them ship it with a bunch of plates. The um, Walder I just picked up. Uh, all I have to do is tell them which one I want, and they'll send it to me. Oh, and don't think you're going to get out of talking about that in a minute. We're going <laughs> we're going to talk about that. This is just first. Uh, but the, uh, the... hey, I'm and I'm I, I'm going to throw your bling gun at you too. So. <laughs> Crap. All right, I'll I'll go lightly. How's that? Um, but uh, the the new Kimber gum gum gun. God, you'd think I'd been drinking. It's the middle of the afternoon. I haven't had a drop. Uh, is the R7 Mako, and it is indeed a double stack striker fired polymer framed nine millimeter that holds any depending on which mag you got, twelve to fourteen rounds. It's eleven plus one or thirteen plus one. Uh, the one thing I will say about it is, is the the impulsive idiot that I am. Uh, it didn't blow my skirt up. You I know, was, I was waiting for it to just hit my impulsiveness and go. I got to have one, and I'll sell whatever it is I've got to sell to get one, just because it's new. And it didn't do that to me. I had a very similar uh, reaction, and I'll tell you why. Because it took me a little while, right? So. If you look at the, and I'll, uh, it's a weird thing, and I, I, I got to admit that it probably is only going to happen to me. I loved how odd it looked, you know, because you know I like the odd ones, right? The, the yeah. more they look kind of weird and different and everything. That's why I like the Springfields. That's why I like the Security Nine. It looks different, right? And by different, I mean not like a Glock. Uh, because Glocks, I just, I have a bad taste in my mouth. You know, I, I don't like the stock Glock trigger. Please direct your hate mail other places other than here. Uh, I don't, like, there's, it's just, eh, it's Okay, just, for how many people who buy their Glocks and the first thing they do is change the trigger, I don't think you're getting hate mail on that <laughs> It's, uh, well, perhaps not. But if you look at their, uh, I'm looking on their their site right now, and they've got a great picture. It says the site picture you've been looking for, and it's got a great picture of the back strap and the back of the gun. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the back of it, it looks like a freaking Glock. It really does. It's got the little plate back there. It it's got the the back strap, and it looks just like a Glock. And I went, ew. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, after I saw it, I just didn't freaking want it. I, I was just like, oh, I just, yeah, I don't. and if, uh, if you look at the, the picture of the guy holding it, it sticks up really far over this guy's knuckle. I mean, it's a tall, tall gun, which means it's going to shoot. Well, it, it does have a very high bore axis. Yes, so it does. So, which is a negative with regard to felt recoil. However, supposedly, the way the barrel is mounted in there, it actually alters the way the slide comes back, which is supposed to, 
I, I having not shot one, I don't even know if this is remotely close to true, but supposed to mitigate some of that, which is also why if you look at the firearm, the round does not object, eject in any way, shape, or form out of the top. There is no opening in the top of the slide and barrel for you to get rid of. It sides goes out to the side altogether. Now, everybody I know looked at that and went, oh, my God, that thing's going to jam. However, every reviewer that I watched did not have that problem. I don't think that Kimber would put out this thing with all the fanfare and everything with a gun that would jam that bad. Okay, wait, wait, wait a minute. Have you shot a Kimber 1911 I, before? I know. I know. And I know they're famous for it. Oh, it's a Kimber 1911. They do that. You're going to have to bore that out. It's like, ah, for crying I, I, out loud. I mean, re- remember that that's the first time anybody ever saw John Wick do a press check was with his with his Kimber 1911. <laughs> they And the whole statement was just to make sure it hadn't jammed. And, and that's that's fair play, okay. <laughs> and fair play to you, sir. Um, that's uh, yeah, I get it. Um, I just don't think with their entry into the I'm gonna call it the subcompact market because that's what it fucking is. I know they're trying well, to say it's micro, also, but it's also an, it's also an entry into the polymer striker fire um, right market. And if you don't know, they've tried to build striker fire firearms before and have had piss poor luck with them. Really. No, yeah, I didn't the, know the, that. The Kimber, the, I think it's the Solo was their first option, and it was just a, just a, a terrible, terrible firearm. <laughs> You'd think they'd... Oh, yeah, there it is, Kimber Solo. Oh, wow, that's neat looking. I bet you it's oh, no, terrible it in every looking, way. But it's, it's, it's just awful. <laughs> it looks like an old Beretta or something, or you know, yeah, like an old that, that's Walter. Kind of what, that's kind of where they were trying to go with it. Oh, man, I bet you that thing sucks. <laughs> look at that. Yeah, it does look terrible. It looks clunky is what it looks. Um, but again, I, I, really, I really have high hopes for it. I hope Kimber does very well with it, but I... I didn't know that this is where they were. I mean, like, why would you go for your quote unquote, whether this is or this isn't like for their first polymer framed subcompact? I mean, like, that's a that's kind of a weird entry, isn't it? It is, because not only that, but they're late to the game. Yeah, like extremely late. I would have thought as late as they are to the game, they would have come up with something more. I mean, I, I, I know and I've, I've heard rumors that you're about to see something come from Walther. We just did uh, with the PDP, didn't we? Uh, say it again? We just oh, did with the PDP. Yes, but, but basically the same thing that they, they're dumping the PPQ to get for the PDP. Oh, I see. Is they okay. maybe, they've already dumped the CCP. Yeah, no, that's and several years ago. D- and they're dumping as many of the PPSs onto the market as they can in order to make room for what's coming next. Well, that's that's the rumor I've heard from and and the only thing I can call is business insiders and I and they may be way way off because as I said it's a rumor. But the, once again, Walther is known for being and NH&K are known for being a little late to the game with things like that because they've spent the time to make sure that they're perfect before they put them on the market. Well, I mean, look at the subcompact market, right? Like, it started really, in my mind, the subcompact started with the Glock 26, which was Correct. the mid-90s, right? I think that's like 94, 95, somewhere in there. It's around the time I graduated from high school. 
Correct. And uh, that was pretty much it. You know, the the quote-unquote baby Glock, right? Uh, yeah, others started coming out with subcompacts once they realized that people would actually buy a gun that small. Right, and not be a three eighty, right? A full-size 9mm, yep. just small, you know, or a full-size round 9mm, a 9x19, and they would they would buy that. And it took, well, case in point, uh, my own uh, Security 9 didn't come out till. Uh, like 2017 yeah so i mean you're talking 20 years later (laughs) so it took everybody kind of a time to adjust now i think a lot of the the answers to that market because before you know in the late 90s early 2000s glock had a lock on the market for a lot of these things right they were way ahead of the curve on a lot of this stuff walther started eating into them with the single stack easy slide stuff and, and, and all that. And there were some other areas, but if you're talking your first entry as a, as a firearm company to the subcompact pistol market, nine millimeter pistol market, and your debut is in 2021, I'm going to say the gold has already been mined out of the Hills. You may be panning down the river for some dust. Well, they're also going in a different direction as far as how to release these things than other firearm companies have. Typically speaking, what you first see is either the duty size or the compact come yeah. out. Yeah, first, no, that's the duty exactly size it. And right. the compact. And then you get to bigger ones and smaller ones of the similar design. Well, or, or you do like Walther did with the PK380. Look, this is duty size for women and women of service. This can be your service weapon. It's effectively a 9mm short. Put some hot rounds in it, and you can carry it as a duty weapon. By the way, it also works great for self-defense and ambidextrous and all that kind of thing. That's the way I'm used to seeing that. Like, Walther did an incredibly smart thing, and it honestly bolstered Walther for a lot of years when they finally came up with the PPS and the PPQ and 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 all of the the CCP and the rest of those easy slide single stack type deals. And they kind of progressed from there. It's interesting to see, and I'm going to say this, and I'm not trying to be mean to Kimber at all. It's interesting to see in 2021, a me too gun, you know, like us too, us too. Here it is. (laughs) Us too. We got one (laughs) where it's not like you're saying, it's not a full size duty weapon. You know, it's not a 320. Uh, the Security 9 and the Security Compact came out at the same time, but it was really, the Security 9 was the, the duty weapon. You know, that was the one everybody carried, or, you know, was they were saying, hey, this is available for you to carry. It, it goes against the Glock 17 or Glock 19 or whatever it was. And Kimber released the subcompact or quote-unquote micro only. <laughs> like, this isn't a companion to a larger gun. This is the only polymer polymer frame firearm they offer. Uh, The only logic that I can think I can come up with this is the fact that that's what's selling on the market at the moment. So you think Kimber looked around and said, we got to get, you know, we we have to get some more sales. We have to get something under a thousand dollars. Yeah. This is what's has Taurus has the GX four that just recently came out. Great. You know, Ruger has the max nine. Uh, uh, Smith and Wesson just updated the shield to hold more, more rounds. Uh, SIG obviously has the 365. Springfield has the Hellcat. And these are the guns they're manufacturing at the moment. 
And I got you know, I, I I'm I'm looking for things that are popular firearms that I can't find because they're not manufacturing them at the moment. They're putting out these are the guns that they're putting out because these are the guns that people are buying. I I gotta be honest, you know, the Hellcat is a great little gun. Uh the GX four, great little gun. Uh you know, like all those guns you mentioned are actually very whether you like them or they fit your hand or they're your personal preference, they're honest, reliable, good nine millimeter platforms. Yeah. And to go into because they're <laughs> their marketing for this is it's time to do something feed your appetite for something different. Now think about that. Okay? <laughs> think about that. Think about that marketing. What did that just tell you? There's nothing you haven't seen before in this firearm. So why not carry something different than what everybody else is carrying? You know, actually what they could have done, which would have made me at least interested, um, and it would have made more sense for Kimber, is not to go with a striker-fired firearm. Polymer, great. Size, great. But put a hammer on it. Well, that's because why that's I, actually what the market's missing is they don't have a for people who would prefer a double action, single action of that size of firearm. And see, that's why I liked the security nine. Right. It's actually a hammer fire gun. Now it's an internal hammer, but it's yeah. a hammer fire gun, which is neat, you know, and it is actually the same size as that damn Kimber, whether they call it a micro or not. It's the same <laughs> size. All right. It's exactly the same size. Um but uh, you're right, in, in the quote-unquote micro, now it's a huge micro, and this gets into the same kind of thing. I tried to explain this to somebody the other day uh, in relation to cars. I'm like, look, because they were asking about micro versus subcompact versus compact, and I'm like, okay, it's a lot like this. It's a lot like cars, right? SUV, full-size SUV, mid-SUV, small SUV, crossover, it's a large crossover is the same thing as a mid-size SUV, <laughs> Right? And a small SUV is the same thing as a crossover, right? There may be a little bit of differences, but it's the same kind of deal. So whether, no matter what they call it, just depends on what market or what buyer they're trying to hit. Well, it, and firearms are the same way because, right. I mean, what Smith & Wesson used to call their compact for the M&P was actually the competitor for the Glock 26 for the period of time. Right. Which you know, is a subcompact. And, and, and they didn't, for the longest time, have that 15 around what people these days are calling a compact. And I, it's it can be very confusing because there's no... I mean, all you can do is compare it to the other guns in the field, right? So, like, they call, uh, for instance, they call the PK-380 a full-sized gun. And for a 380, it is a full-sized gun. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's actually the exact same size as her same company, Walther CCPM2. The dimensions are almost exact. She uses the same holster. It's exactly the same size, except that one is a compact, actually a subcompact, um, 9mm. So uh, both of them are single stack. Both of them carry about the same amount of ammunition. It's just one is 380 and the other is 9mm. So... I, you know, it's difficult to say. Now, they're saying this is a micro. More power to them. It's a giant freaking micro. <laughs> okay? It really is. And the, like you're saying, the Ruger Max, yeah, 
Yeah, that's a giant micro. I would consider that not a micro, personally, because I look at concealability, and though it is thin, it's a freaking giant honking gun. <laughs> it's the same size as these other things. It's a subcompact, which conceals, at least in my fat ass, very I mean, fine. Um, I'd rather have the subcompact 9mm than the micro, which is just as big and a little bit more pointy but thinner. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather have the subcompact, to be quite honest, uh, which I do. I mean, I, I spoke with my wallet. I do have that. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, uh, but if I'm going to do something smaller than that, I'm moving down to a 380 because it's smaller. It actually is smaller. Like my Taurus Spectrum, I do not own a gun that is smaller than that Spectrum. And that's, well, and, and that's at the period of time where the 380s were considered pocket guns. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, that it's it really depends on preference and i guess it really always boils down to that anyway you know like um i carried the uh the spectrum for for quite a number of months quite happily and it got to the point where sometimes i forgot it was there because it mm-hmm. is so light and eight rounds of 380 in a small little tiny polymer frame gun Really, just isn't that heavy. Uh, now I, I always get a kick at when I put the magazines in the back of my backpack. How much thirty rounds actually adds weight to the backpack? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> You're like, those are reasonably heavy. You know? Uh huh. Uh, so it it's I I just don't know. It's an interesting choice. I just don't know where they think this audio i mean is it is it diehard kimber people they think they're getting with this or do they think that they're they're trying to reach other people Hmm. because the diehard kimber people are not going to look at this and go oh yeah that's what i've been waiting for see i don't think so either i i I really don't because the what do they celebrate if you're a diehard kimber guy right the 1911 right which is uh not a polymer framed weapon. I mean, it's a Ooh. steel or, or aluminum or magnesium or whatever it is that you're going to use. It's, it's a, it's a metal framed firearm and it's got all kinds of, of cool accoutrement on it. Right. That's it, designed to stand out and designed to be very noticeable. This is a security firearm. This is a self-defense firearm. This is not meant to be noticed. So, and I understand they're pricing it for the market, and they are. It's a little, I mean, if you're going to spend that kind of money, just buy the damn 365. That's just my personal opinion. If you're going for a micro, personal opinion, get the damn 365. I mean, why why wouldn't you? It's probably, arguably. I like mine. The best. (laughs) Okay, yeah, but you cheated. Okay, you got that Rosewood thing, that ATX thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Okay, so... Out of my now at the moment four handguns, three of them are six. So so yes, I, I am a little bit on the partial side, but um, the the three six five X that I carry, um, I I love this thing. Now, I will have to say that I took umbrage with uh, Sig's choice as to the Romeo Zero optic that they did, that they designed <laughs> for their small ones because that thing sucks. <laughs> yeah, you were not a fan. No, in fact, I ripped it off and put a new one on. Um, I bought the Hollow Sun, the 507K, which is their uh, uh, 
the shield size footprint for uh, a micro compact. Yeah, I and, and I'm really, really, really enjoying it. Is it precise? Uh, no, because it's actually a different reticle altogether. You can set it to just a dot, but it also throws the circle and crosshairs around it if you want it to, which is kind of neat. It's not going to be nearly as precise for you if you're doing if you're just doing target shooting. But if you picked it up and put it up to your face in order to defend yourself, it's going to show up real quick and get you <laughs> real close to where you need to be. Which is really the whole point of the thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if you... I, I, I don't think I'd use this particular optic if I was doing competition char- target shooting. But no. for a defensive optic, it is awesome. And, th- and that's the whole point, you know? Like, these defensive guns are designed to be quick, quick pull, quick fire, quick action... All of it's quick, right? It's designed to be relatively accurate and quick. That's the whole thing, which has not historically been Kimber's strong suit. No. Uh, (laughs) And once again, neither is it Crimson Traces. (laughs) Yeah, that's an interesting choice. Uh, There's. I I mean, that's almost as bad as what I put on my Henry. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. It's not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) but what it is is an an interesting entry right it's it's i i just don't know where it's gonna fall because at this money at we'll call it 525 550 i'm just not sure who this is you know like i'm sure there's some guys out there who are like kimber freaks who are going to be like oh now i have a kimber and it's a personal defense thing it's also buying the Kimber name, kind of like buying a Sony TV. Well, and that's that's what I'm saying. I think some of the Kimber guys are going to be super into this, but if I'm if I'm new to the personal defense gun market, and I walk up and I'm looking at stuff, and I don't have a lot of money, I'm going to go towards the Taurus or the Ruger. If yeah. I have a ton of money and I ask somebody, if I ask the guy at the counter or somebody who knows, what are they going to tell you? They're going to tell SIG. you, go to the SIG, or if you don't want the SIG uh, and you just want honest reliability, you get the damn Glock, right? Mm-hmm. So those are going to be the four common answers you hear. Sometimes you'll get uh, you know, somebody who's just in love with the, the Smith & Wesson. Right, and I get that there are a lot of guys out there who love the Smith and Wesson shields, and and I, I get it. Um, I also see a lot of them used because <laughs> they come back. But I, I mean, so you have all these things, and and if you're going to go cheap, this isn't cheap. This is over five hundred dollars. A a Ruger or a Taurus is two hundred dollars less. Now that's a lot of money when you're considering uh-huh. a budget firearm. Um, the SIG is only a hundred bucks more, if if you're looking at it, uh, maybe 150. It depends on which model. You yeah, get. it depends. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. It, it depends on which model you're getting. But the three, a naked 365, how much is, is that? About, is about 550 at the moment. Right. So they're pricing this to go head to head with the SIG, and I just don't think they're going to win that battle. I really don't. Uh, you could get the SIG or the Glock for this money. So they're they're putting it 
in the top bracket, right? They're not going after the the Smiths. They're kind of in the middle. You know, they're middle-ish. You know, you can get an MP Shield for for about four something. You know, at least the at least where I live, you can get an MP Shield for. Eh. They're they're about they're about four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Here they're a little cheaper. They're about four fifty here. Okay. Um, well, I mean, are you talking about the Shield Pluses or the the just the Shields? Because just the Shields, you can actually get the the six to eight round one. You can actually get for about three fifty. Yeah. No, not that one. The Shield Plus. Okay. Yeah, the yeah they're, 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 here they're about four ninety nine. Yeah, here they're about four fifty. Uh, is what I see them for. If you get a used one, you can get it for about three ninety nine for a Shield Plus, um, which isn't bad. That's a kind of mid range, you know. Uh, the and then you go down into your Taurus and your Rugers and stuff like that, and and those are also solid, reliable firearms as well. So you're putting this at the top rank, and I. I, I mean, I've never laid my hands on it. Let's let's be clear, okay. But I just don't see him hitting that kind of quality and that well, kind of record with and, with. And this. if you and if you follow the reviewers, the reviewers didn't say anything bad about it, but they also didn't have anything really. I'm trading in my blocker. I'm trading in my sig. Yeah, today, it, it was know? all kind of like, okay, it works. I mean, okay. <laughs> Right, and for that kind of thing, buy the damn Taurus. <laughs> GX4 is a hell of a gun for it works. Um, yeah. I, I just don't see, because I'd rather have one of those than I would that Kimber. <laughs> yeah, but, even, but even the improvement that they went for the trigger with the uh, from the PT-111, then the G2C, then the G3. Yeah. Uh, it, it, with, the, with the GX4, they actually finally put a decent trigger on something. But the, G, the G3 was... Nothing to complain about. The G2 was okay. The PT-111 was disastrous. All right. I shot, I shot the G2 and I shot the G3, and the G3 definitely had a better trigger on it. Absolutely. And the, the GX4 has an even better one than that. You know, I didn't really – I guess I didn't shoot them side by side because I, I, I just shot it, like, last week. Like, I think Tuesday of last week when I went to the range with Security 9. And a, uh, a cop friend of mine had a GX4 because he's using it as a backup, right? Yeah. And I, I'm like, man, that's neat. I'm like, this this is a GX3? And he goes, no, it's a it's, – or I said, is that a G3? Because I couldn't see. We were he was three lanes over. And he's like, no, it's a GX4. It's brand new. And it's a neat little pistol. It really yeah. is. Um, they're, it's surprisingly sprightly. Yes. Um, I, I was, I was thoroughly impressed with it. Like Taurus has really come a long way in the last like five, six years, in my personal uh, opinion. They're they're I will admit they are trying very, very hard. Yeah. Um, are they where SIG is? No. And they're, they're probably never going to be. Well, no, SIG is a Mercedes. The, yeah. The Taurus is a Toyota. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that drive one myself, but um, they they're doing some really really. I love their revolvers. Like their revolvers are normally do really really well. Oh yeah. Um, but automatics, the you know, and I own a, a, a Taurus automatic. The Spectrum is a Taurus, and I love the little thing. They've gone up 50 bucks since the time I bought mine. Um, and I don't honestly think they're making them right now. No, they're they're coming out as many of the G3s and G2s as they can because, once again, 
that's what's selling. Right. Um, I like you can't lay your hands on a Spectrum right now if you want one. Um, you no. you just can't find them. Well, I I, I mean, look, I, I'll explain how where I came across this. I I've been on a quest for what I want as my next firearm, and I can't find what I want because they're not making them right now. I want a 45, but A, I've got a couple of stipulations because I'm a picky bastard. Um, a, I do not want a... That's a new thing, by the way. He hasn't always been a picky bastard, but go, go no, ahead. No, but I'm getting better. <laughs> uh, well, I, hey, uh, I'll even be honest. There is a um, Beretta PX4 Storm used in our case at the moment that I keep talking myself out of it's kind of like no no no. i know i want to like this gun but i don't yeah so i'm not going to do it but it looks so cool no 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 no. can't do that but but nope <laughs> stay strong stay strong yeah so um i don't want a 1911 i don't want a glock and shit i can't remember what the third one was <laughs> <laughs> Springfield? <laughs> yes, that's the that was the third one. I don't yeah. want a Springfield. Um now if I wanted a Springfield um forty five, I could find one of those really easily. If I wanted a Glock twenty one or a Glock thirty, I could find one of those very easily. If I wanted a nineteen eleven, I could find one of those very easily. Uh, what I can't find is a forty five in anything else because no one is taking the time to build them. Yeah. I would love to find a three twenty in uh compact in forty five. I know they exist. I was going to say, they're I just, know they make them. <laughs> but but they're not manufacturing them right now because all they're making is 365s and AXGs. And I get it. I mean, if 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 all they want is one particular product, I mean, the, the manufacturers are at the point now where the market's starting to cool off a little bit. Yes. And it isn't the hot thing it was where it didn't matter what you made, they would buy it. Now you're having to deal with a market that's cooling, ammunition's plentiful, so that they can make their decision. Ah, uh-huh, on... but that's about to go away again. Is it? Why? Uh, because uh, Uncle Joe just made it illegal to import um, ammunition from Russia. So all of that nice, cheap, tall, tall ammo, uh, Red Army, all that stuff is gone. <laughs> Well, I still don't think that'll, uh, I mean, I think that'll take a hit, but it won't, uh, I don't think that'll kill the ammunition market, because there's still a lot of Italian ammunition and Mexican ammunition. True, but what you'll likely have over the next couple of weeks is another quick buy-up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, Of particularly rifle and pistol rounds. Yes. Um, this is not going to affect shotguns at all. Nope. Because, <laughs> uh, like most of the uh, most of the shotgun rounds available right now are actually U.S. or Mexican made. Mm-hmm. To be honest, you Lots can get some Italian with Fiocchi, but um, yeah. So, so all that stuff won't affect the the shotgun market, but it will affect the nine millimeter market for sure. Uh huh. Because um, all that sure. all that all that inexpensive steel ammo that's been coming in is not going to come in anymore. Yeah, about to stop. Um, yep. Until they ramp up. But, you know, at the same time, uh, Remington is making ammunition again. Uh, They're having problems, though. You know, are they? Yeah, some of their stuff got recalled. 
I mean, uh, well, I mean, but it's they're not the only ones because a lot of herders got recalled too. Yeah, and I heard about the herders. I heard about yeah. the herders. Well, and, and that's part of the the issue with they're frantically trying to run twenty four seven. They're hiring shifts. There's new people, and they're screwing up. I mean, yeah, but I, but I tell you what, there is still walls and walls and walls of Winchester white box five five six. Oh my God! Here it's two two three. It's two two three here. There's just there's an entire wall. Like I went down Thursday, and there's an entire wall of nothing, nothing but two two three. I mean, uh-huh. they actually brought the price down to what it was before the pandemic to try and get uh-huh. rid of some of this crap. Uh, so, I mean, I get it. I, I don't think that those particular things, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a little hiccup, but I don't think it'll get anywhere near with just Russia being the only one doing that. I don't think it's going to be to the point where it was eight months ago. Um, but I still can't find a 45 that fits the, the, my wants and needs. God, man. Yeah. I started looking and I couldn't find a SIG. Which is really what you're saying. You want a Sig 45. I, there's there's other things I would accept and take. Like for example, I came across though it was already sold out by the time I I came across it. The um, uh, the Jericho in a 45. <laughs> you know, I'd I'd buy that in a 45. I wouldn't buy it in the nine millimeter, but I'd buy it in a 45. I, 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 uh, Dude, I mean, I. Uh, that's like that's the the uh, I mean that's the fifty cal clone, isn't it? That's yeah, the that's Desert the, Eagle it's, stuff, it's, right? It's a, it's a baby eagle in forty five. Yeah, it's an IWI. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Hell, I was hell the CZ I was looking at is the same size. Oh God, you know I I don't mind the CZ so much. Oh come on, man, it's so Call of Duty. <laughs> Oh, I hate that crap. Um, get these frat boys like, yeah, man, got me a deagle. I'm like, oh, God. do you even know what that is? Okay, okay. Now, now I'm going to throw it at you then, because I came across the blingiest firearm. I mean, we're, we're in the store calling it El Chapo's gun. I know. That's good. And the funny <laughs> thing is, is that Sean went. <gasps> I did. I did make that. And I made that exact noise, actually. Um, it is a gold-plated Beretta clone. Now, it's not made by Beretta. It's the Gerson Regard, but it is a gold-plated etched Beretta clone. I have... N- I mean, it's it's one of those... It's almost like when they open up the uh, case in Pulp Fiction and everybody just goes wide-eyed at the glow. It's the same thing. I... If Shannon didn't specifically remind me that I have other things I have to pay for in the next two months, I'd have just sent you the damn money. I was so close to doing that anyway, and I got yelled at because I almost had all the money. I would only had to finance like 100 bucks of it, maybe 150 It comes in a leather case. Oh... Locking oh. latch, almost like a Samsonite leather case. Damn it! It was so over the top. I went, "Oh, that's Sean." It's so pretty. I wanted it so bad, and I, you know, <laughs> I have a rule that I don't hide guns from Shannon. Like if it's a, if it's over like you know two hundred and fifty bucks, I'll will at least tell her. I may do it anyway if she objects, but I will at least tell her. 
that this is this is the thing. And I showed her the picture. I'm like, look how pretty she goes. <laughs> oh dear lord. She, she, she's like the cholo gun wasn't enough for you. You, you choloed that nine I'm, millimeter. I'm, I'm picturing Sean with a shoulder with a shoulder holster that lets a gun under each arm. The the oh, uh, the cholo under one so arm and the El Chapo under the other. Oh, it'd be so good, dude. It's got <laughs> finger grooves and like I could put pearl grips on it. Oh, it'd be so neat. Oh, it's so great. It's like engraved and stuff. It's just it's this beautiful guy. It's really it's pretty, guys. It really is. And I wanted it so bad, and Shannon said no, and she's like, look. You have several things coming up that you have to pay for. You remember those things? And she started listing them off. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, like a teenager. You're no, yeah. You're no fun. She's like, that's, how much no is fair. this? You know, it, 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 I, I think it was like six or 700 bucks. Uh, 6.99. Yeah, 700 bucks. And Shannon's like, okay. Now, it's going to cost you more than that 700 to get it in the house, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And because we got to do a transfer because it's a pistol, right? You can't sh- just yeah, ship a pistol. It's not one of those things I could have just bought for you and shipped you. Yeah. So she's like, is it going to cost more than that to get in the house? Isn't it? I'm like, yeah. She's like, how much? I'm like, at least a hundred bucks. You know? And she's like, okay, so we're now talking an $800 pistol. What else do you have to do in the next several months? And I'm like, yeah, I got this and this coming up and this and this. She goes, and how much is all that? I'm like, $1,200. And she's like, uh-huh. So do you need another $800 pistol? I'm like, no. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't need it. I want but I want it. It's perfect. I'm like, what if I sold the, she's like, if you, if what comes out of your mouth next is selling the perfectly good Beretta for a Beretta clone that happens to be gold. I am going to shoot you with it. I'm like, actually, if you had told me that's what you were going to do, I wouldn't have helped you. <laughs> She's like, I'm you, like, no, no, but it's what, so once again, you, you've got a really, really, really nice yeah, Beretta. I do. If you, and I got if it you told me song. you were going to send me a check for the for the gold one, we'd figured it out. But if you told me you were planning on selling the Beretta in order to do it, no, I, I would I would have told you no. It was one of those like. In the moment, things. I, I would. Just, I would not have enabled that. Where, where you had a, a fever, you know, because I really loved the like. It was like seeing a crow seeing the shiny thing, like ooh, you know. Um, yes, I do have a tendency to like those blinging guns, and um, looking back now that I've had twenty four hours on it, she made the right decision for me. Well, of course, she um, did. It that is the correct decision. That is the correct answer. She didn't mind when I traded for the Security Nine. She didn't mind when I picked up the Spectrum. She didn't even really care when I picked up the when I traded the Beretta for the Marlin. She's like, "Wow, that's a great gun." Um, none of that bothered her. The blingy gun, <laughs> trading one perfectly good Beretta for the uh, Garçon. Uh, no, an Italian Beretta for a Turkish Garçon. Yeah, no. No, she would not have. She was not going to do that. And I was looking back now. She's absolutely correct. But I really still like that gold thing. <laughs> All right, like if I had if I had the spare cash where I could just send Jake, a, you know, like Venmo him the money and be like, here, bring it. <laughs> just send it here. Um, 
I'd have done it, but I don't have that kind of cash. Like, I can't just throw 800 bucks at a shiny piece of, of bling and just call it a day. Um, that's well, not something. Wish we could. Uh, I totally wish I can, but I can't do that. And she is super tolerant of all my, my gun. Like, I, I was home uh, late last week, I think Friday last week, and I decided that, uh, you know, because I was thinking about the the Beretta and everything. And I'm like, you know, I got a lot of handguns for somebody who doesn't collect handguns. And I sent Jake a picture and then I got the bug to like touch all my guns. So I went and like pulled all the (laughs) shotguns out and started cleaning anything that looked remotely dirty. And I was so proud that I have less than a dozen shotguns. Um, to my name at the moment, not counting Shannon's, um, gun for work. Or her security, you know, her her sidearm, her concealed carry, and her shotgun. Those are her three. I don't count those. Um, I have less than 12 shotguns in the house. I am so proud. Well, I have been informed uh, by my coworkers at the store that I am not a gun collector. Are you a flipper now? No. It wasn't necessarily that. It was when I announced that in order to keep them nice and pretty, I was going to take the uh, the, the the wood uh, grip plates off of my AXG and just put a pair of standard pair of G10s on them so that I could go out and shoot it and not worry about scratching up the wood ones. And they looked at me and went, you shoot that gun? I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, no, I, would, I wouldn't shoot that. And I'm sitting there going, what, you just keep it in the case and rub it with a diaper? <laughs> and, and you're like, no, 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 that that's a that's that's a collector's piece. I'm like, I, I yeah, no, but I wouldn't I wouldn't own a firearm that I wouldn't shoot. Half the firearms I take back is because I've decided I'm not going to shoot them anymore. Yeah, that's why you take them back because they're exactly. not going to get any activity. So I am not a gun collector. But I have another question for you. You said when you shot the um the Walder, the PDP, the new one. Yeah. That it was snappy. Yes, I did. Uh, my question for you is, is did you shoot the 17-round uh, grip or the 15-round grip? 17. Okay, well, then I have your answer for you. Okay. Um, or at least let's put it this way. The answer from my own perspective, because um, we had them, the 17-round, the full-size gripped ones in the store, and I don't typically buy a full-size firearm under those circumstances anyway. But so when I ordered one, I ordered the compact, which is the 15 round one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, the the guy that I spend most of my time, you know, and he's my other enabler in this world. Um, we were joking back and forth about it. And he sister goes, yeah, I got one, but I, I didn't like it. I said it back. I'm like, really? You didn't like it? He's like, no, nah, I really didn't like it. And it turns out that what he had gotten was the full size grip. That's the one I shot. Yeah. Yeah. And once the compact came in, and I, and I put the full-size grip one in my hand, and it felt weird. And I went, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I can see how you may not have liked this. When the compact showed up and I gripped it, it was kind of like, oh, this is actually really comfy. <laughs> um, and what it is is, I think, that they designed the grip so that your pinky is supposed to put pressure on the bottom of the um of of the grip itself in order to keep the nose down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you've got huge hands 
that works on the full-size grip. If you don't, your pinky's in the wrong place. Hmm. Well, I have about normal size hands. It's not like I have gorilla hands or anything like that. It's about normal. But uh, but but it kind of in talking to several people who had shot them, that suddenly seems to kind of be the thing. You got to get the right grip on that one for you. Well, whatever grip was on it, it was not right because it was snappy. <laughs> it was it was popping on me, and I was very surprised because uh, I heard it was very mild mannered, and that was not my experience. Uh, no, mine's awesome. <laughs> and as I said, I think it, I think it's the grip, and I think it's the way they designed the grip, and I think it's just you got to have the right one for you. Well, that makes sense because normally Walthers are very mild mannered, uh, designed specifically so that they can do that. So, so you have a Walther PDP compact. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. So what's the retail run on those? Uh, five fifty. Hmm. And uh, what, like, what do you like and what do you don't like about it? Um, the, the the one thing I don't like about it is, is rather than just coming with optic plates, you actually have to order the one you want. They'll send it to you for free, but it's an extra step. It's kind of like, dude, come on. <laughs> um, other than that, there's not really a whole lot to dislike about the gun. I thought I was going to dislike how blocky the slide is, but I don't. Um, the way they did the slide serrations, it, it's no joke. It really does give you an awesome grip on the thing, and you can get it for just about anywhere and rack the slide easily. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and then once again, I was worried that I wasn't going to like the grip, but just with the grip in th that was the right size for my hand, it actually did exactly what it was supposed to do. The the with the way you grip it with your pinky just pushes down on the bottom of it, and kind of gives it that little bit more pressure to keep the nose down. So what uh, is this? Uh, what did you get it for? Did you get it for just playing or personal defense or like what? What are you going to do with it? Well. <laughs> As I've kind of gotten rid of certain handguns recently, I didn't have one for next to the bed anymore. Oh. So that's the one that's kind of in my bed holster. Man, that's that's a pretty big deal. That's that's a pretty big comfort level right there. Yeah, so so I yeah, I put the light on that one. I put it next to my bed. Um, one of the two 365s that I had was there originally, but it's, I was sitting there going, do I really need two of the same gun? <laughs> Uh, uh -huh. And then the other two I've got are the 229, which is a big, heavy steel gun that's now my version of blinged out, and the um, uh, AXG, which I'm not taking the chance that someone's going to take it away from me. Yeah, I mean, I could understand that. I mean, it's it's all of my defense guns are cheap, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, like anything I would use for defense, be it a shotgun, it's the Rock Island, be it a... 9mm, it'll be the Ruger. If it's a 380, it'll be the Spectrum. And I'm not out more than 300 bucks in any one of those three solutions. You know? Um, I just... Because you know they're going to take it from... Even if they give it back, you're going to get it back like a year or two later. So you're going to be without it. <laughs> and I couldn't... Like, I would be distraught if they took my Beretta. You know? Uh -huh. I mean, that's 700 bucks worth of, of Italian gone now um that's no <laughs> no we're not doing that uh so i mean i totally get it so the pdp that's actually glock money that's not actually that expensive for a premier walther no it, it's it's not 
And I'm a big Walther fan for anyone who has not been listening for a while. I, uh, they, I've every Walther I've ever picked up. Most of them are now my wife's, but every Walther (laughs) I've ever picked up, uh, has been just a joy to be around. And I, and and, and I think we discussed this last cast. She will admit that she stole them from you. Yeah, she did. And she does sometimes feel bad about that, but not enough to give them back or do anything about it. <laughs> sometimes she just uh, like freely admits, like, yeah, I stole those. <laughs> you have I plenty. Think, I think you should take her to the uh, the gun sh- shop and let her try the PDP compact. Make sure it's the compact. Oh, man. Then I'll be... Then I'll have to figure out a way to fund that thing, you know. And, but then you could have your CCP back. And that's the one I get. See, that's the problem, right? Like, I'd fund a PDP, but I'd get a CCP, right? Like, that's <laughs> like I'd have to pay essentially yeah. Yeah, $175 right now, over market value for a CCPM2, because what I'm actually yeah, okay, doing but, is trading that right, for a PDP. But right now you have a that you, you've already funded a CCP for which you have nothing. It's true. It's true. And I never will get that CCP back until I replace it because exactly. I've offered her all kinds of guns, right? She will not move off of Walther. That is a Walther girl. She loves the easy slide. She loves the triggers. I, w- I will say that the slide is not as easy as the um, the CCP. With that said, the way they've got the grip set up, it does not take much in the way of arm strength in order to wreck that slide. Well, if it's the good news is, is if it's any more difficult, really, for her, and I don't know where that line exists, but if it's any more difficult for her, she'll keep the CCP because that is, as far as she's concerned, the ultimate weapon for her. She loves it. That and the PK-380 are are just, I mean, they're designed for for a an easy slide and a slightly smaller hand. That's just what they're for, you know, and the PK was designed for her specifically, a woman of service, right? Who's carrying a duty weapon and she's got some rip roaring, um, high velocity 380 in there. Um, which is Paul Harrell recommended, you know, he's like, yeah, I don't even really like these high velocities except in 380. These things kick ass, you know, and it, and I bought them. I'm like, yep, we'll take those. And that's what she uses. But, uh, in the nine millimeter, I, you know, it's really difficult to argue with her when it fits her hand and it's really easy for her to work and she can do the slide and she can hold the same pattern with that stupid ass CCPM2 as she can with the PK380, which is really irritating to me. If she couldn't have shot it, I'd have had a leg to stand on, right? Like, let me get you something that'll work or maybe you should just carry your PK with some hot ammo in it or something like that. But it really annoyed me she could hold a pattern just as well with it. And I'm like... Damn it. That's <laughs> you know, like, super annoying. <laughs> but uh, and maybe what Walther's going to come out with next is, you know, the the kind of successor because the, the PDP is more of a a competition for a 320. Right. It's it's. The, uh, yes. It, it's the replacements for the it's the replacement to the PPQ. Right. Which is their full kind of duty weapon. Yes. solution and i'm looking for like what their step down from that is going to be or, or their step over 
Right. Well, which the is, question is, do they make a PPQ, excuse me, a PDP subcompact, or do they make a uh, PPS with more rounds? Yeah. See, and I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, what they would do with that to to see where that investment goes. Because I was looking at that, too, and Walter's like, hey, we got something else. It's coming down, you know. Um, but at least you can find a PDP now. Like, I can go down to the local big box, and you can get – now. My problem is they only carry at my local stores. They are not getting the compacts in. They're only the full size. And yes. I I have not seen a compact. I have not seen a PDP compact um, come through yet, which I am eagerly awaiting. Because if you it's better, them, you can find them on Sportsman's Guide. Yeah, I could. But then again, I, like I'm I I I have to get her to a range because if I'm bargaining. <laughs> On keeping this thing, uh, and it actually works for her tiny little hands, or we can replace the back strap and it actually fits her and she can hold a pattern with it, I'll never see it. <laughs> you know, like I'll pay $550 for a CCPM2. Um, and instead it of, does come with a smaller back strap. <laughs> yeah, I know, which is really <laughs> annoying, right? Uh, so like, uh, you know, you can get a CCPM two for like three seventy five. I think I only paid three fifty for the one she's got. So, I mean, it's like I'm paying <laughs> an extra 175, 200 bucks for a 10 year old firearm. Although that thing's not that old. I think it's a 2018, something like that. 2000. No, it's a 2019. It's a 2019 CCPM two. It's like one of the last years they made the CCPM two before they switched to, uh, what is yeah, the PPSs. So, I, I, it's a little, it hurts your soul a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it really does. But <laughs> at least she likes firearms. You know what I'm saying? At yes. Least she's not on top of that. Like, oh God, you bought another gun. Like some of the, my other friends are. Right. Um, did you need another gun? At least she's like, do you have that money? How much of this are you going to have to finance? <laughs> What else do you have to spend on? This isn't a good idea, is it? It's like, mm, no. <laughs> like, a, like an emo teenager, no. Uh, but uh, so so this is going to be the the bedside table gun. Yes. Um, if that's the case, and you're selling the three six five, and and this is this is my favorite because. It makes me feel better about being me. You sold the H and K without ever mm-hmm. shooting it. I love saying that sentence because it makes me sound better. Um, <laughs> it's so great. For, for which the buyer called me an idiot. Yeah. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I was I was messing with it. He's like, I don't know now, what I. Now, now he didn't know that he was calling the seller an idiot. He thought he was telling the the clerk at the store that whoever was selling this firearm was an idiot. Right. You know, this is a great gun. This guy's an idiot. You're like, yes, he probably is. <laughs> so when I'm texting Jake, he's like, I don't know what I want next. I'm like, hey, I heard they got some great H&Ks. He's like, fuck off. <laughs> I don't even know why we're friends. Well, in, the, in you know, even in the process, going back through some of the firearms that I've given up over the time, there's only one that actually I regret giving up. And that's the it's and it is an H and K. It's the P thirty SK. That's a nice gun. Uh huh. That's a nice gun. And yeah, but I don't but I won't buy probably buy one of those new. I'm I'm waiting for one of them used to come back to the store again. And again, why did you sell that one? 
I think I, for some strange reason, I hadn't kind of gotten over my fear of hammer-fired guns at that point in time, and I traded it, actually, for a VP9, which never blew my skirt up. So, just to just to reiterate, you sold probably, and I'm going to say arguably, one of, we'll put it in the top five, hammer-fired 9mm guns made on the planet at that time. For a VP9. Well, yeah, it's the same firearm, but striker fire instead of hammer fire. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. I didn't, I didn't well, get that. No, see, I, I love have, a hammer fire gun, but... I, well, and, and I've since gotten over my fear of them. <laughs> I mean, damn, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what what I what's always bothered me about a hammer fire gun is that the trigger is too far forward at the double action side spot to for me to really honestly get a hold of it. So really, what I've told myself is this is just a gun I have to cock. Honestly, that's what I do with a Beretta. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's funny just just pull it out of the holster and just thumb the hammer and you're good to go. I mean, exactly, it's, it's not that bad. Um, but because. Uh, I know there's been a lot of people who make a lot of that, and and you know you'll always get that guy at the range who tells you that in an emergency situation you're not going to have time to thumb that hammer, son. And I'm like, in an emergency situation, I won't be shooting this. <laughs> this isn't the gun I'm going to have in an emergency situation. Okay, if I'm at home, I'm going to have a shotgun. If I'm out and about, I'm not. This isn't a concealed firearm. Okay, like I'm, I'm not that concealable right like it'll either be a taurus spectrum or a ruger security nine well, at this the, point the same the same person who's going to have that argument with you is also going to have the argument that a glock 34 would make a perfect concealed carry firearm oh yeah and there's always that dick you know like oh come on dude i mean I, and and there is that guy and and it's not even going to be the the, it'll be the Glock 34 long slide, right? <laughs> the big one. Yeah. Um, the competition kind of like, one. It's, it's kind of like, Jesus Christ, you're putting it down your pants and it's like hitting your knees as you walk. Yeah, you know, like, if you, did you, uh, do you have some kind of injury or something like that? Nope, no reason. You know, I mean, uh, and there's there's always that guy, right? Like, or the guy who tries to conceal carry a, a Desert Eagle 50 cal, right? Like, like there's always that guy. This is perfectly concealable. It doesn't print or anything. I'm like, dude, no. Like, no. Like, let's be reasonable here. Um, I am perfectly willing to concede that there are people who can carry lots of stuff concealed, right? No problem. I, I know a lady uh, who carries a giant-ass forty four revolver in her purse. Technically, it's concealed. It's like, okay, <laughs> it's got a five-inch barrel. <laughs> and if they're close enough, you can hit them with the purse, and you'll end up. Talk about a good. brick. I'm like, do you carry that everywhere? She goes, I've carried this everywhere since 1987. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. I'll shut up now. <laughs> Okie dokie. And she pulls it out and goes to the range with it and holds a tight, you know, like a pattern the size of a tennis ball at 25 yards with it. And I shut the hell up. <laughs> you know? Like, yes, ma'am, that is your gun. Oh, I got it. 
All righty. Uh-huh. I can't do that with a 9mm, but <laughs> you could do it with a 44 and you're how old? 64. Good for you. <laughs> okay, what, I'm okay. find, what, I'm, what I'm finding is, is that I can hold tight patterns. They're just not going to be where I want them to be. Yeah, they're not going to be in the bullseye, but they look. the pattern looks great. Oh, I mean, yeah. Can we agree so, the pattern looks great, guys? How about that? <laughs> so, so once again, the enabler at the store, he and I are always joking with each other because he's sitting there going, you don't have nothing to complain about. So you didn't take out the heart, but that guy doesn't have a spleen anymore, or that one doesn't have a liver, or that and one's He's going to need those. <laughs> <laughs> you did the trick. Right. Like, and and that's like, what I keep saying. It's not where I'm aiming, damn it. <laughs> it's center mass, but there's center mass, and then there's center mass, okay? <laughs> this is four inches to the left of center mass. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but the guy doesn't have any lungs, and you know he's probably missing a couple ribs. And I'm guessing it, like his well-being is going to be more of concern to him than than your grouping of your shots. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm to the left, man. <laughs> and that's not at 25 yards either. I will freely admit that, right? Oh like, no, I'm talking 15 at best. Yeah, like 15, 10, 15, like 12 or 15. That's normally where where I'm shooting at. And it's like, okay, now I will say this. I can hold a center mass on target the size of softball with the entire magazine with the Beretta if I stand still and take my time. The Beretta yeah, is but, an yeah, extremely but, accurate firearm. Actually, I can do that with the AXG. Yeah, I mean, I that but that's the first pistol that I've ever sat down with and said, okay, at 15 or 25 yards, I can hold center mass with an excellent, what I consider not like bullets through the same hole, excellent, but but an excellent pattern for me, for a tactical purpose, <laughs> I can hold with a Beretta, right? I always hit the bull, hit the hit the target bullseye. I shoot better. How do you shoot better than bullseye? Smaller diameter, smaller bullet. It yeah. goes through your hole without touching the sides. That's a great movie. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> that such a great movie. Um, I did not expect to like it as much as I did, but uh, I was. <laughs> Uh, and I and I told you, my daughter saw King Shark running at the starfish and went, "Oh my God, it's you!" <laughs> I did. I saw that, and I was like, huh, "Somehow I can picture Jake running like that." You know, <laughs> short little stubby legs, <laughs> and we're all gonna die. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. I did not expect to like the Suicide Squad as much as I as... didn't. I didn't expect Polka Dot Man to be as d- dynamic of a character as he was. I was waiting for it to like, holy fuck, they put Polka Dot Man in here. That was still pretty good. Where do you uh-huh. see your mom? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. It's so great. And, and I and I I loved my kids' reaction as she was starting to figure certain things out. Like when they walked in on um, Flag and and the the girl, and and my daughter looks at me and goes, "Oh my God, did they just kill all the good guys?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, yeah, but I I I am a little bit in love with Ratcatcher. I mean, she she was cute. She was more than cute. She was she was like. Um, probably going to have rats eat your spleen someday when you don't pick up your shoes, but I'm okay with that. You know, that's that's how good she was. Uh, just a sweetheart and a half. You know, like, broken, slightly damaged, but hot right in my strike zone. <laughs> right there. 
but that's a tale for another cast. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. We covered your PDP, which I am now slightly jealous of. And um, let's see here. In fact, I think that's other than your Rosewood handled SIG. I think your PDP is the only other one that I I might have to get. Um, the Rosewood SIG, I I really like that, but I probably wouldn't spend the money on it because it's really not cheap. But the the PDP compact, if I can find, if I can lay my hands on one of those, I may have to just get it. I I can recommend it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, normally your pistol recommendations are spot on the money, so I I can't really object to that at all um but that that being said there are people out there who disagree the hell out of me well the other thing is it's a walther and i i do like my wife although you wouldn't know it because i don't have any walthers to my name at the moment that's because she takes them all she takes them all um i'm a big walther fan i i love their trigger systems i think they're wildly quality firearm and often overlooked in uh, the the pistol market, uh, a lot of people think Walther and they think uh, PPK, um, which you know is is a thing. But you know that thing's like seven hundred fifty bucks now. Uh huh. Holy crap, that's too much money for a PPK. Anyway, um, I I love Walther's new systems. I love their their guns ever since the PK came out and just uh, you know. Uh, all the way up through the the CC, now the CCP original one was kind of dookie, but the the M2 was great. Um, PPQ, PPS, PDP, all all those one, they're doing great work, and I think they get largely overlooked and overshadowed from other things in the market. Uh, but man, it's it's a great gun, it really is, um, or a great company, I should say. Uh, but little jealous little jealous of the pdp that's super annoying uh, <laughs> oh, nothing else i'll bring it with me you can get a chance to try it at some point oh hell yeah no I, and that'll be great because shannon will look at me and go like why can't why why don't we get one of these we why don't we get one of these <laughs> we isn't like i'm gonna get well no i mean i'll i'll, I'll trade you something for, i'm like you're gonna trade me that tired ass ccpm2 for that brand new PDP, I'm going to figure out a way to finance. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. You know, like I said, we. We should get one. That's okay. She's very tolerant of the other, like, I think I figured it out. I have 22 firearms to my name right now between shotguns, well, rifles, and pistols. Yeah, you're, you're definitely ahead of me. Then again, I've been somewhat downsizing. I've been wildly downsizing. The problem... I mean, at one point during the pandemic, during the hype, before I started selling them all and making some money, um, I think I had like 36, 37 shotguns. I didn't really want to count because then I'd have to tell Shannon how many that actually was, and that <laughs> would have been bad. <laughs> if you don't know the answer, then it's not a lie. Right. You know, like plausible deniability. I've got a lot. You know, <laughs> I think a lot could be 13. <laughs> a lot could be 30. Like my trunk was full. Like I... I I started driving everywhere on cruise control, so I didn't get pulled over because there were like 10 guns in the trunk that were kind of rotating in and out of <laughs> bags in the house so I could work on them. Um, yeah, it got to be a problem. But, uh, you know, I sold a lot of those, and then I started picking up, like, 
you got me into pistols and I started getting rifles and I started trading those out and I wanted to do a rifle build and then there was the the Beretta and then I got the Henry and so you know I've got five pistols and five rifles and then you know 11 no yeah 11 shotguns so I'm not doing bad I, I there's less than there was there's less than there was but uh like you everyone's a shooter I, I can't just have a gun that's just gonna no you know, I, I, I don't I don't have them to display no I, I, I can't either, even though my barrette is pretty enough to display. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's very pretty. Uh, I, it's, I, I, can't, I can't bring myself to just buy a gun and not shoot it. That's not something. If I can't drag it out to a field and, and put some rounds through it, like, what's the point? You know, um, if I'm so worried I can't put it in a holster, you know, oh, my God, it'll get holster wear. Like, no. <laughs> That's what it's for. Let's Let's go. Except for that golden pretty one, that would be worth it. Uh, that would see. We would put that on display. Oh, I should. I should make that argument. It's art, babe. Babe, it's art. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna go over well, but I'll try. You know. <laughs> we should invest in art. We've invested in art before. Get out. <laughs> She made me. She she made me promise I would not sell the Beretta because she actually likes it, except for the you know all the stuff I did to it. She actually likes the gun itself. She can't shoot uh, it. She honestly, it. you you shouldn't sell that Beretta. In fact, you know I couldn't replace it for what I got it for. You know I traded an old lever action for the Beretta, and the Beretta had never even been shot. It was new. I mean, it never even had a round through it. Yeah. But, so but once again, you, you, that's that's actually a firearm that even if you are kind of bored with it, you shouldn't sell. No, I don't think so. I don't think you could. I mean, like that's that's kind of like my my two two nine. Uh, you know, right now the AXG has my heart, but there's no way I'm selling that two two nine. Yeah, I don't think I could sell the Beretta. It's not it's not something I could do. Um, one, I couldn't replace it for what I I got it for. Two. It's just such a, like what would you get? Like what would you get that's more accurate as a firearm? as a pistol than that. Um, you, you honestly wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, it's got a five inch barrel. It's, it's Italian. It's, it's well, the let's put this time. way. You, you wouldn't, unless you're willing to spend 1500 to $2,000. Right. Right. Which I mean, I'm I, not. I, I, I bet you a Walder Q4 might actually be a little <laughs> bit more. Um, they, but, but once again, that's, that's at a minimum of $1,500. I was going to say that's, that's not a cheap rig right there. No. I mean, because that's that's that uh, big steel frame bastard that. Uh, it, it's their competition gun. Yeah, it looks kind of like a PDP, but it's got a huge slide and it's got like a big back strap on, or you know, like a huge. And, um, and, and once again, the frames um, alloy. Yeah, I mean it's it's a big honking gun, um, but you're right. It's it's uh, peak. I'm just looking at the thing. Peak performance for any situation. It's their competition gun. Yeah. Um, man, that thing's nice. You Let's know, see how much like, do they or, want or, for that. Or, oh, it's as I said, it's fifteen hundred minimum. Oh wow. Uh, seventeen ninety-nine. Yeah. Uh, this one's got some optics on the top of it, but still seventeen ninety-nine. <laughs> Not cheap. Yeah. Then Sig's got the. Uh, uh, Shit, wait a minute. Uh, the 320 X5 Legion. Oh, I've seen that. 
That's and that's once again, it's about another fifteen hundred dollar gun. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, you're nothing short of twelve to fifteen hundred dollars will outperform that Beretta. I mean, oh, it just, exactly, it, it just won't. Um, and the fact that this was, you know, effectively a a military grade sidearm. Now I know a lot mm-hmm. of the, the the M9 guys are like losing their mind right now, but it is. It's effectively the same. A lot of the, the yeah, M9 that, and the that, that, that's kind of like me with my 229. You know, wanting to compare it to an M11A1. It, <laughs> it, it it's the same firearm. It's the same thing. Um, now collectors of those particular military grade firearms are going to tell you they're not, and oh, but that doesn't have the batch number on it. I'm like, yeah, but it was made in the same factory to the same spec, and you can swap the parts interchangeably. It's the same gun. Okay. <laughs> It's the same gun. I'm just saying. That's all. You know, like the 92 and the M9, same freaking gun. Uh, and honestly, the 92 is prettier. <laughs> you know? Especially mine. Of course. Uh, with all its stainless steel and uh, simulated and ivory. Oh, man, it's so great. God, I love that. It's it's just a. every time I see one now, I'm like, mine's prettier. Except for that stupid-ass song. That's... <laughs> figure that out one of these days anyway you got anything else sir i do not right on we will see you guys next time and uh hopefully we're gonna have some cool stuff uh coming out down the line from some of these manufacturers to review as well so uh y'all take it easy and we will see you next time on behalf of jake bona and i thank you for listening thank you for downloading if you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.